The following is a sponsored program on 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this program are solely those of the individuals or participants involved and do not necessarily represent those of Braden Madison Broadcasting or its employees. 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday morning at 10 AM. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlight, Jeff Shannon. Well, good morning and welcome to Sumner County Spotlight. Your host, Jeff Shannon, here on the Sunday morning, and of course, each and every Sunday morning at 10 AM right here at WHIN. And also on our website, on our podcast page at whinradio.com, that's where you can see this episode as well as many, many others. So we're so glad that you join us. I always say it's fantastic to have you aboard here. So we thank you very much for, for doing so. We're coming into the cool season, if you will, and there's a lot of things we do with our homes that most people forget or they don't know. So I wanted to bring in the expert. When we say expert, this man knows what he's talking about because he, he's been doing it a bit. I got Eric Whited here with the Evolution Home Services. Eric, well, thank you so much for coming in and taking the time to do this because this is so needed. Well, I appreciate it, Jeff. Thank you very much. You, I guess, have been in the business for a couple of minutes. Uh, yeah, I've been in this field, I'd say, going on 35 years. And it's changed a little bit. <laughs> oh, most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. What do you think is probably the most drastic change you've seen in the building industry? Uh, new thermostat technology. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. A lot of people with the building and construction going on, they're getting newer homes, smart homes. And a lot of people were not trained or shown how to operate the thermostat correctly. Mm-hmm. So when it comes into the heating or the cooling season, they really don't know how to operate it to get it to the comfort level they're wanting. Yeah, and I think, you know, with, the, with technology like it is, everything is coming through an app or your phone, you know, that kind of, you got to have an app for that. Or the Ring apps, you know, they put these thermostats where you can control them from your phone and things like that. And getting things to talk. (laughs) Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And the the biggest thing people don't realize is once the power goes out, if the power ever goes out, some of these newer thermostats have to be reset. And if they are not trained or shown Mm -hmm. when they purchase the house or, you know, purchase the thermostat, then that that becomes a big issue. It becomes a problem. Yeah. I mean, there's all these little buttons on there, you know. (laughs) If you hit one wrong, it's like, oh, my gosh, what'd I do? (laughs) But, yeah, because we've got one where I've got one. One of those Honeywell uh, thermostats at the T6 or whatever, it's upstairs and downstairs. So you can control the temperature of different places, I guess. But yeah, it, it, it was a bear, you know, trying to get those things lined up to where this one's working and that one's working. And- yeah, the, the Honeywell, the T6 and the T8s, they're both phenomenal thermostats. Mm-hmm. That's what I usually recommend. Mm-hmm. But you also have the Nest. You have the Ecobee. They're real popular now. Like I say, I mean, it, sometimes it takes a professional to come over there and take the time with them to show them exactly how to operate yeah. it and what settings they want it on. Right. And I don't know the term you guys use. It's like, oh, there's a term that I guess you guys use. It's like uh, the unit's calling out to the, the yeah, condenser. Yeah, so is that calling what they call for it? cool, calling call for it. heat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling for you. Now turn on. Yeah, it's just like a it's like a radio signal. I yeah. mean, it sends it back to the unit. Says, okay, hey, I want the presser to kick on. I'm I'm ready for cool. Yeah. Or I want your heat exchanger to kick on, or your heating elements to kick on. I'm mm-hmm. I'm ready for heat. Right. So yeah, that's the basics of it. Well, you mentioned heat, and speaking of that, we're kind of coming to that season, I guess. It, it's been a little bit since uh, the last winter. There's some things we probably need to start doing right now as we get before we start having to turn that heater on. Oh yes. What I would recommend first and foremost 
most is the filters. Make sure the filters are changed in the house. I mean, most manufacturers recommend you change them once every three months. I recommend customers to change them every month, especially yeah. if they're using the less expensive filters. I was just uh, going to ask you that. Now, is there a, a big difference when you go with the $7 ones or those $14 ones? I mean, does it... I know they, some of them have different ratings where they're for allergies and pollen or those kind of things. Is yeah, it? I recommend the real good pleated filters okay. or a hydro, hydrostatic filter for you know people that do suffer from allergies or sinus colds a lot. But with the cheaper filter, I mean, most people go to Kroger's or Walmart. I mean, you can pick them up relatively mm-hmm. inexpensive. If you're changing them once a month and your house is pet-free or very clean you keep with the inexpensive okay. filters just change them once a month i mean because versus you go to buy one of them filters at the store and they cost you three dollars and 59 cents six dollars 59 cents whatever versus paying for one that's 30 bucks i mean mm-hmm. you can change it three times before you have to get to that expensive filter sure. that you're only replacing so let me ask you this if you're seeing a lot of dust like on the when the sun shines through and you're seeing all this dust floating around does that necessarily mean that the filter's not doing its job? Uh, it can. The The first thing you want to have in checked is your ductwork. Make sure all the ductwork is sealed properly, taped up, no air gaps, no holes, because that creates a problem. I mean, most ductworks under the houses are in the, uh, mm-hmm. under houses or in the attics. Mm-hmm. So any kind of debris, dust, I mean, if the unit's got a hole in the ductwork, it will suck it into the unit. A dirty filter can cause the same thing. With that being said, there is a lot of equipment out there that can actually help with that. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I recommend electrostatic filters and uh, ionization. Ionization is a good, healthy alternative to people that don't like ozone, the ozone smell in their house. Ionization takes a lot of them particles, clumps them together where they fall down. I mean, once you put in an ionization type device, most people say, oh, well, my house is real dusty. Yes, for the first first two months of using it, you're probably going to notice a significant amount of dust. Okay. But once that is cleaned and wiped up, I mean, then this, then you know the unit is working out like it should. So where would one get those kind of filters? Ele- electrostatic and ionization, right? Okay, ionization and electrostatic filters. Electrostatic filter is hooked up to the thermostat and uh, to draw the 24 volts, okay? So they're actually oh. a powered filter. You really wow. need a professional to install okay. them, right. as well as the ionization, as it does go into the ductwork in the unit. I mean, people can order them off of Amazon. I mean, Amazon has everything now. They do. <laughs> uh, but you really need to have a professional install them. Okay. I can also get them for them at a very reasonable price. The biggest thing is just make sure you get the right quality products for what you're needing in your house. So I've been in like, you know, one of the big box stores and you look down at the filtreat, is that what they call filtreat? Uh, yeah. And they've got all these different numbers, like uh, this level, if you've got, you know, allergies and this, and there's different, and they all change. And, price too but i guess it's thicker or, yeah merv filter uh you're you're talking about the merv level the merv filter is a uh, is an expensive filter they do work i mean i recommend spending the extra money if you do have sinus okay. or allergies or sickly people in the house you know people with air problems copd okay. stuff like that i mean the investment in that will does help a whole lot mm-hmm. it uh, just hurts when you go to buy those you got to buy two. Oh yeah but, oh my god yeah and a lot of people <laughs> with the economy nowadays i mean they i mean like i say if you pick up an inexpensive filter and change it once a month you're doing the same thing mm. it i mean and that's just being being honest and fair sure. is yeah. the 
you you're doing the same thing you're keeping particles out of the air handler and i i've read something where it says a lot of the stuff floating around your house are dead skin cells you know floating uh, in the air that's that's like spooky <laughs> yeah yeah it, i mean you could have pet dandruff yeah dead yeah, skin yeah. cells dust mites yeah yeah i mean it's i mean i don't really know all the terminology <laughs> for all that i do have a pest guy that tells me all that when he comes <laughs> over the skin cells yeah it's kind of creepy but you think about it if you scratch you know scratch your arm yeah, or whatever yeah. you got dry skin it goes into the yeah, air just yeah. like everything else yeah and if you got little ones or the little dogs you know they some of them shed more than others and but i still think even though they say they don't shed they're still dropping hairs around somewhere you know but yeah i mean there's dogs they like you said that they say they're non-shedding pets pick up you they go outside to use the bathroom they're picking up dust and debris mm-hmm. bringing it back in the house but yeah. people do the same thing you're all the time you walk through the driveway or on the concrete i mean you're picking up dust and debris and bringing it into the house that stuff does get into the air filter it's so funny. I go over to my daughter's house, and they're real conscious about taking your shoes off. So my little grandson, every time I walk in the door, he says, Papa, shoes off. <laughs> I got to rent because I don't do it. I mean, I probably should. When you think of all the stuff you could be oh, my wife, tracking in. My wife's know? real anal about taking the shoes off because <laughs> my brother-in-law is a carpet cleaner. And okay. some of the stuff he tells me that come out of people's carpets is amazing. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's real self-conscious about it. Hey, take your shoes off at the door. Don't yeah. walk through the house. It, it is a great idea. And, uh, I probably need to start doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I'm look at the field I'm in. I mean, I come in. I mean, last thing I'm thinking about is taking my shoes off i come in give me a cup of coffee whatever yeah. but yeah it, it, i mean i guess it would be good advice i don't think it's going to help your hvac yeah, work right. any better <laughs> so when we're talking about heat we were talking uh, about turning this heat on now okay but it's not not cold yet but still to run it through some cycles and you get you're going to get that smell initially probably right because that uh, you get, yeah you get the burn there? off i call yeah. it a burn off okay yeah there's there's several things you can do but first and foremost you want to at least you know wait a couple weeks let it once the colder air is coming in this week a matter of fact turn the system on turn it on let it run for five minutes make sure it does come on or 10 minutes make sure it does come on and heat up and start to you know give you that burn off smell turn it back off wait a couple days do it again you want to make sure the unit does come on and runs like it's supposed to and starts generating heat uh a lot of people with older homes, older units, the pilots may not have been lit. They need to be checked. Make sure your pilots are lit. But the biggest thing I could recommend other than the air filters is having the unit serviced, especially if it's a gas pack or gas heat unit. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that the heat exchanger is clean, cleaned really good, and, and all the burners cleaned off. But you want to also check for cracks in the heat exchanger. Cracks in the heat exchanger put out carbon monoxide. So the carbon dioxide detectors that people have in their house, check them, make sure they work, especially mm-hmm. during the heating season, because that's the silent killer. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can go to sleep and, and not wake up. Mm-hmm. That's the most critical. But with electric heat, I mean, you want to check elements, make sure the elements are good, make sure they calls for heat like it's supposed to. Just do a general maintenance on the unit. Then you've got people that have a heat pump. And with a heat pump, I mean, it switches with a reverse valve from heat to cool. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure all that's operating correctly. So I do recommend getting a service, you know, just a little PM service, a fall service to make sure everything's working. That way, you know what to expect. You know what's coming up. You know that the unit's been checked by a professional and can eliminate that. You can eliminate that worry of not sure. having heat. Well, you guys got all these fancy gauges and stuff. You s- snap on there to check voltages and make sure this is... 
where it's supposed to be. So yeah, it's we do good a, to know. a several point inspection on units. We check, uh, we clean the coils first and foremost. We check uh, check all the amp draws on the major components. Check the electrical system. Check contactors. Make sure they're not real pitted. Mm-hmm. We check the voltage on the uh, millivolts on capacitors to make sure they're where they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, the biggest thing is just checking standard operating procedure of the unit. Make sure everything's running where it is. But then you know whether it's a a heat pump electric with emergency electric heat or if you've got a gas pack i mean them are critical things to check especially mm-hmm. for the carbon monoxide i'll say that again them are things that only a professional is going to be able to look at but for the general homeowner make sure you know how to operate the thermostat make sure you change the air filters and and just make sure there's no debris everything is cleaned around the heat exchanger mm-hmm. you know if you got it in your i mean if it's a, a split system and it's up in the attic make sure you don't have any boxes or wrapping paper stuff like that around mm-hmm. it make sure it has good airflow just make sure you know, check your vents make sure you don't have any debris in the main vents right there that are coming in this is a service i do not provide but i do highly recommend is having your ducts cleaned i was going to ask uh, you about that yeah yeah i mean you was talking about dust particles earlier especially new construction homes or older homes in general there's always debris in that ductwork the best thing you can have is have a good hepa style filter company come out that can actually push the dirt back to the cleaner mm-hmm. instead of trying to suck it through so in that instance i mean i i'd have i'd highly recommend having the yeah. having the ductwork cleaned well we're talking with eric whited with evolution home services and man i'm telling you there's a lot to think of and a lot of people just oh my gosh i need a reminder so i want to thank you for coming here and doing it we're going to take a break right here i've got some more things to talk to you about hey that's coming up right here with jeff shannon at sumner county spotlight Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program heard each and every Sunday right here on WHIN. Or you can listen on our podcast page at whinradio.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this program, reach out to me, Jeff Shannon, at jeff at whinradio.com. And we're back here for Sumner County Spotlight uh, with Jeff Shannon. We're going to continue our conversation. We're talking winter tips for our homes. And I brought in Eric Whited with Evolution Home Services. And we've been having a great chat about things you can do to help get your home ready for the wintertime. And, you know, just make it more comfortable to you. Now, you'd mentioned before that you would advise that get a checkup now. Okay, it's going to get busy. So get a checkup now. So you can come in, make sure everything's working properly, and get ready for the heat. Yeah, I do. I recommend that service. I mean, that service is actually recommended per your manufacturers of your units twice a year. We can offer a two-time service a year or four-time service a year. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I would get the winter service done now. We come in, clean the coils, check everything, check the ductwork, make sure all the ductwork's sealed tight, no air gaps, no holes. We inspect all the electronics. We check the capacitors, make sure that they're at the spec they're supposed to be at and we also go through and do amp draw on all the equipment all the compressors the big motors mm-hmm. make sure they're within specs of manufacturer specs we check the pressures on the system make okay. sure the unit's running as it should and the biggest thing is we inspect the heat for the for the heating pm okay. we go in we check make sure that the heat exchanger's clean of course like we said before check make sure there's no holes in the heat exchanger that could cause harm fire the unit up for you make sure it all runs and, and and your flames good on there a lot of people i said have pilots on uh, older units have pilots mm-hmm. make sure the pilots lit to check the gas valve because if it's not lit 
it ain't working. It's not working. <laughs> it's not working at all. But most newer units have what's called an igniter, like you would see on your grill. You mm-hmm. know, they just a okay. spark igniter. We check them, make sure they ain't cracked, because if they are cracked, they're not going to spark. And of course, then you still don't have any heat. There's several things that we go through, but that that is a service I highly recommend having sure. some a professional come out and do. Yeah. Now, what if you have a new build? Would you uh, still d- d- do that? Even on a new build, I mean, there's there's things that need to be checked. I mean, I would say newer homes, you know, you within your one-year warranty, you have a homeowner's agreement right. and everything. I mean, they can come out and check it if it's not working. But you know what but, happens? As soon as that warranty is in after that one year, that's when everything starts breaking down. Right. I mean, the best time, I mean, I, I tell you, the best time to actually start a PM contract is as soon as you put in a unit. That mm-hmm. way you know it's being checked regularly twice to four times mm-hmm. a year, clean like it should be and everything's serviced i mean if you it's kind of like having the oil change in your car if you service it properly it'll last you a long time mm-hmm. but also at, like your car you don't start worrying about the brakes until they start squeaking mm-hmm. you don't start worrying about that heater until it's not coming on or you don't nobody thinks about the hvac unless yeah. it's not working and when it does then it's like oh no it's 29 degrees out yeah <laughs> then you gotta get somebody to yeah come it's out. at the worst time possible you're having events you're having a party come over or mm-hmm. holiday you got family in town and, and and your heat don't come on yeah so yeah that's uh, i mean that's the things you want to to have done to make sure that you have these great events that's that, right. and holidays that are coming up and no problems because i would think probably one of the hardest hardest working appliances has to be your heat and air because it goes constantly yeah, it's a, it's constantly a running. I mean, there is a feature on there. You can make the fan run all the time. Some people like that. I personally have mine on auto where it only the fan right. only runs when it comes with the units on. But yeah, that the unit is working all year long, whether it's heat, whether it's cool. I mean, there's very few times this year that we've actually not had to have air where you could actually open the windows and, you know, get fresh air and it still be cool. Let me ask you this, uh, and, and I don't, this is probably not in, this is probably a, a different company, but they do that suction test. So they put a thing at a fan or something at the door and they open up the back door and see how the pressure is coming through the house. It, it seemed like that would affect the AC returns somehow that make sure everything's flowing properly throughout the house. Yeah, they're probably doing, uh, uh, they do it a lot in commercial buildings. They're doing a... Uh, I think they call it a suction test. I mean, I, that's what I remember. A, uh, but It's a airflow balance test. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds and, right. <laughs> and the, what you're des- describing on the suction test, they're trying to make sure you don't have any air gaps in your house, right. that the house is sealed properly. I mean, the house does have to breathe a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's never it's never going to be a 100% sealed Mm-hmm. total seal on it or it, or it would actually harm itself mm-hmm. so it actually has to breathe just like us they can do a, that test that you're talking about and make sure you don't have any large air right problems so they can the they, they want to it, it tests windows it tests everything yeah yeah because you, you want a certain number if it right because i know when we, we built new they had to do that to make sure that it was in compliance and if if something the numbers weren't right they went around and started caulking every hole around every window or the the garage and even uh door locks you know because air gets through those things you know inside your door i mean it's pretty fascinating correct i mean that's why i mean in the older days i mean some of the people remember now that your mom and dad used to take towels and wrap them up and put them under the doors to (laughs) keep the cold air out yeah uh it's basically the same thing they're just trying to they're they're making sure you don't have that gap right you don't have to put the towel down well that's (laughs) that's good to have that's one of uh, what are another tip that folks 
folks should consider this time of year? I mean, we also do plumbing work on residential. I would recommend people make sure their hose pipes are disconnected from the faucets because, I mean, a hose pipe start freezing, it'll freeze up back mm-hmm. into the house, and mm-hmm. you're going to have busted pipes. Well, then they have make, these new hoses now that expand. You know, those they go down to like two inches, and they expand out to oh, 100 Oh, yeah, but feet. Still, yeah. It, it, they'll still hold a little bit of they water will. in yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And, and they do expand. Like I said, I'd make sure they're totally, the hose is totally separated off okay. the off yeah. the spigot. And I'd have, get the little covers that go over the spigots, make sure they're wrapped up That's or covered. That's a great idea. To make sure yeah. you don't have any flow coming in under the house that would cause that yeah. to freeze and bust so get your hose bibs and put that that little unit on them yeah you know. that that covers them yeah i mean now, that's probably the biggest biggest thing we run into is hose bibs busting uh yeah. you know after winter you know they start, everything starts to thaw out and <laughs> they say hey my water's leaking yeah, yeah it's right there at the hose bib yeah. another another real good idea to do is a lot of people don't remember you got vents on your house all the way around the house so you open the vents during the summer during the you know spring and you want to close them back up during the winter that way you don't have that cold air rushing up under the house make sure your pipes are insulated make sure any exposed plumbing is insulated let me ask uh, you uh, and you're speaking of that my next question was what about the ac unit outside those usually have uh, some kind of foam covering on I guess the copper piece. Is there anything else we can do to, to protect that more? No, the units actually are designed to run. You know, a lot of people up north, because they do get a lot of ice, they do get a lot of snow. They actually, some people cover the HVAC mm-hmm. units. The The thing is, I mean, you've got to have adequate airflow around it all year long or it's not going to operate properly. Mm-hmm. Down here, I don't recommend putting any kind of cover or anything okay. like that yeah. on them. I mean, as long as you have the insulation on the copper pipes going back, Back up, you know, to the house, mm-hmm. and you should be fine. Okay. I mean, you do. I mean, part of the service we do, we do check the plenum. That's the metal box that connects to the house from a package unit. If you have a package unit, make sure that it's sealed up. You know, where you don't get any critters, cold air coming mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, the water, the water thing is is a big deal. Uh, make sure, make sure the spigots are covered up. Make sure the vents up under the house are are closed. A lot of people take blocks of foam and stuff in there. You mm-hmm. know, because it helps insulate under the house. You don't want that cold air to cause pipe problems. Yeah, because if you if you got an older home, I mean, there's, there's going to be a lot of leaks. Oh yeah, most <laughs> somewhere, definitely. somewhere, most definitely. <laughs> and make sure you got your mother's towel put down if that's right around yeah, the doors yeah. now do you, do you guys you probably hate when you have to go in a crawl space that's not a little out of fun to me <laughs> uh i mean it's not that bad uh i mean there's some people that are claustrophobic or whatever i mean me i'm kind of a bigger guy so i it's hard you send for in me. the young fellas yeah to do I, that. I send in the young guys <laughs> and, and the thinner guys to do that the crawl spaces are not not really that bad i mean i'd rather go in a crawl space than i would in an attic in the middle of summer because mm. the attics oh. get extremely oh hard. that's brutal but uh but no that's part of the job and I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of people that do do PMs and say, hey, we're going to check your ductwork and stuff like that, they won't even go up under the house because they don't like to go up under the mm-hmm. house. My guys, we have a specific checklist we go through and, and picture format that comes back to my computer, and I know exactly what my guys have done and what they haven't oh, done. Oh, interesting. So yeah. uh, I make sure there's no shortcuts. I mean, okay. like I say, honest and integrity, that's the best way to be. So we had spoke uh, briefly a little bit more about having your ducks clean. Now, there's the, I guess there are probably different systems out there. People have offering this. I see it, you know, popping up all over the place. But uh, how often should they actually have the ductworks cleaned? 
Uh, you can uh, the duck works once you have the duck work cleaned. I mean, it's usually good for. Just depends on the age of the home, mm-hmm. uh, condition. If it's a rented place or if it's your personal residence, personal residence, I'd say once every five years. Because okay. once they're cleaned and it's checked and make sure it's sealed correctly, you shouldn't have any more problem. You know, if it's a rental property or something, maybe you want to have it. Or if you do have a lot of allergies, maybe you yes. do want to have yeah. that done. You know, once every three years. Well, I think on uh, especially on new builds when you do that, because uh, you might find a bunch of Modelo up there. You might find some, uh, you know, lunches and <laughs> yeah, hot dog okay. wrappers from Home Depot, yeah. <laughs> all kind of things up there. So it's it's probably good to have have that thing run through. Yeah, I mean the biggest thing you're going to run into in new construction is, uh, I mean, people that's installing ductwork, and I mean the ductwork's installed. You got the drywallers in there. You know, I mean you're going to have a lot of drywall dust, pieces of drywall, pieces of flooring, pieces of tile pieces of wood trim everything be shoved down in that duct because the guy cleaning up he said man i'll just sweep it in here it'll be good (laughs) you know and and nobody ever checks that once it's once it's done once it's once the house is finished they don't go in there with a camera and say oh yeah there's and you guys have probably got some stories about stuff you found in in in, in builds you know what i mean there's everything i went through and i was anal about it but i went through and after they before they were getting ready to put the drywall i took a shop back in a vacuum and i i sucked every corner and underneath the thing everywhere the sawdust you would not believe the amount of stuff and they don't they don't clean all that stuff no and you gotta think i mean the house is designed to flex breathe Mm -hmm. so what you did was actually good because every time you walk by that spot if there is stuff in there it does come out into the air causes air particles Mm -hmm. goes into the air filter that's why they're there yeah to protect your unit well i mean there's just there's so much to think about and i think you know even folks in apartments now they 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 call the maintenance people. If things not working, that's what they're supposed to do. They they're supposed to maintain their filters in those apartment units. Sometimes they have these huge, like they're like four or five inches thick. You know those big ones. I've had those before, but what's the difference between those and the regular ones? I mean, it's like, yeah, you can use what's they got like two inch and four inch mer filters. They they have a purpose. Mm-hmm. I will say, I have found that if they're not properly maintained. They cause more harm than good because mm-hmm. once they do get dirty, I mean, it's got two inches or four inches of material to suck air through. It actually causes more harm than good. And some units will tell you that they're not, they don't recommend a four inch or a two inch MERV. What about those, remember those blue plastic ones they were using for, they were, they were like blue and they're real, like there was all, pla- it was really plastic, but it was yeah, just kinda, like a mesh. Like a little mesh. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. Type. I mean, in all actuality, I mean, if you check, you check, you put one of them in, I mean, it's not going to stop everything, mm-hmm. but if you, you put one of them in and change it once a month i mean yeah, you're actually you okay it. yeah. it's a, you're actually okay yeah well i mean there's a, a lot to consider and you know there's these tips are we kind of do it to help you just, just set a little reminder because when you said at the chamber leads the other day about you know you got to change uh, the filters and get ready for the winter time and it's like wow that's great to know turn that heater on now and test it a couple of different times just to, to make sure plus if you turn it on before you get that smell which you know i guess you yeah, get you, dust you, on the you, coils that way and you like know that. you're prepared for the smell right. you can open the windows now let the smell out of the house mm-hmm. you get that burn off of dust is basically all it is yeah i recommend that i mean like i say cycle it on yeah two three times you know before it gets cold to make sure you're you do not have a problem hey we're talking with eric whited with evolution home services eric how would they get a hold of you they can reach us at our number is 615-477-1081 or you can also reach me at myevohome.com 
or the best thing I one of the things I like the most is our email is help me at at evohomeservices.com help me evohomeservices.com that's Correct. easy to do it right and right hey. now we are running a uh, $69 tune-up special we'll come out to your house do All a right. complete tune-up on your house on your HVAC system check everything and make sure it's working as it should all right Hey, great information from Eric Whited with Evolution Home Services. Thank you so much for coming in, man. We appreciate Thank giving you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back with more of Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program heard each and every Sunday right here on WHIN. Or you can listen on our podcast page at whinradio.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this program, reach out to me, Jeff Shannon, at jeff at whinradio.com. Well, welcome back to this Sunday morning for Sumner County Spotlight. Your host, Jeff Shannon, as uh, we continue this extraordinary journey we have here. And I just like to provide information. And, and I ran across a story uh, the other day, and I said, you know, this this is something I think people would like to know. Just so happens, this young fella right here, he he's kind of been in the area a while, and we're talking about Stephen O'Brien. And you have, Stephen Allstate, you have an Allstate business, right? That's correct, yeah. He's, he's been here a while, and he's just doing some great things here in Middle Tennessee. And so I wanted to bring Stephen in and talk a little bit about it. And for those that maybe don't know you, let's give him a little uh, rundown on your bio. Sure thing. So I've, I'm basically a Sumner County native, been here, born and raised. Grew up in Hendersonville, graduated from Hendersonville High School. Uh, my now wife and I moved to Gallatin. Uh, we've been there about the past eight years. Long story short, a few different things that kind of brought me. I worked for the airlines in the early 20s. Uh, that kind of gave you some 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 perks of free flights. So I got to travel and do that. No, I mean, you said the 20s. You mean the in two, my 2000, 20s. 2000. Yeah, yeah. In my it's 20s. Very, sorry. Man, you're not that old, Steve. <laughs> in my 20s. Sorry. Yeah. I know it's weird to say that. Um, <laughs> and, and people ask me all the time, you know, how did you get into insurance with, with all of the other things that you've done? And you got to travel with that. You went around to different airports utilizing training and then when i met my now wife her brother was actually a local fireman got to talking with him next thing you know quitting the airlines i'm jumping into emergency medicine okay Uh, went to emt school uh, continued on to get my paramedic license where i was then with sumner county uh, ems for about seven years total really enjoyed that a lot of things that are positive from that experience and then you know one of the i guess pros and cons there along with your schedule with ems it gives you some some days off yeah. you're 24 hours on you're 48 hours off so in that time i kind of very very part-time started working in a an insurance agency friend that I graduated high school with and really got to enjoy the insurance dynamic of it mm-hmm. um, emergency medicine people are calling on you at all times of the day never sure. know what happens insurance is in, in some ways similar you know you you have this protection and then you never know when you might need to use it so you yeah. have to see that benefit which ultimately led to this Allstate being an opportunity that opened in Gallatin right in my backyard and I spoke with my wife you know she's my biggest cheerleader she said we got to do it we got to jump on it and next thing you know we've got the <laughs> Stephen o'brien all-state uh also known you know the o'brien agency uh it's kind of just how that's set up between yeah. our us and all-state mm-hmm. and office right there at 612 hartsville pike by sumner regional hospital so i'd seen it going to and from the er for the years yeah you know the building there so extremely blessed extremely fortunate to have this opportunity and just jumped in head first and here we are were you into into sports when you were in in school i was uh, so i played baseball all throughout high school and then um 
you know, I I played freshman football and sophomore, but after that it was just the baseball was big mm-hmm. baseball fan still to this day. Yeah. Um, but played through there. Mike Hendricks, Andy Gilly were my my coaches. I think Gilly's still there. Yeah, you know that Andy Gilly guy. You know he's. <laughs> He's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. He's everywhere. He's he's got some big things going. Yeah. I see hey, him. The, look, they're doing such great things with the parks over there, and I always praise those guys because they're just doing an an incredible job. So any of the parks, I mean, it's 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 a big big chore doing that. Well, just like in Triple Creek, I mean, that's a huge facility to take care of and uh, to maintain it is a is really a hard deal. And so a lot of hats off pieces. to all of them. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So on your location where you're at, you were kind of giving me some logistics of how you're located by the stadium and all of that give us a rundown how that goes yeah so we're we're just in an old it's a 1920s house that's been converted to to office space at this point but we back up to the the football stadium there so you know there's a doug suddeth drive where you would pull up to go park next to the stadium gates we're right there on the right hand side as you come up so it just got the wheels kind of turning saying Mm -hmm. hey what can we do with our location because we are so close and so conveniently located with Galton football Mm -hmm. that we just felt the need to try to start something to give more involvement to the community to let them know hey we're here we support GHS we love Greenway football we love sports and we also enjoy tailgating. Why not put it all there? <laughs> Obviously, at, at the one spot where you have different people coming at different times, they all stop in, they say hello, they grab a... We have pom-poms that we like to give out, the green and gold pom-poms that mm. anybody can is free to walk up and grab as many as you'd like. Then we also started... My wife, her family's from the Pittsburgh area. So when we first met, she's like, hey, I'm a Steelers fan. I said, oh, no, but it's okay. Uh, we have the Titans, and she she enjoys them too. But they always had the, the terrible towel that you'd see yes, them, yeah, them yeah. waving around. So one thing kind of led to another. The first year we did it, we had the pom-poms, and we're just trying to – so funny because when you start, people – like we've talked, people think, hey, he's trying to sell me some insurance. I'm just trying to get to the game. And what we really, we kind of had to almost walk out and say, hey, here's a pom pom. Thanks for stopping and, and, and head on in. And it was kind of funny to see people are, are starting now to realize, like, oh, they're just trying to hang out and, and chit chat. We don't want to talk anything insurance on a Friday mm. night before a football game. So we've really made that a point. We don't even want to talk, talk about business. it. Yeah. And, yeah. and people, I think, respect that. I think they enjoy the fact that. They're not here to, we're just here to have a good time. Come right. hang out with us. Uh, but anyways, back to the towels. Led One thing led to another. Uh, we kind of designed our own little terrible towel where it's the, the green and gold. It says supporting the green wave. And then we actually all kind of expanding. We've we've partnered with another small business that kind of helped us really ramp up the amount of towels that we can give mm-hmm. out. So now we give them to the cheerleaders to throw out during the game. So while you're in the stands, you'll see them you know, throwing these rolled up towels that's from us. And then also in combination with our tailgate, we kind of use them as a as a prize for, for some of the games that we have set up. So you've taken tailgating and really upped it. I mean, this is ultimate tailgating you're talking about. Because you got, you got all these things, people to do, the cornhole and everything else. Wow, that's great. Yeah, so we, we were also always looking for ideas. You know, when you go to a tailgate, it's a balance. And really what it comes down to is the concession stands. A lot of people associate tailgates with food. And we have small 
food items that we we kind of you know have available yep. and we want people to come enjoy you don't want people to come and get full because <laughs> obviously the the concession stands with with yeah. uh, that, that benefits the band and we don't want to take anything from that so mm. we kind of shifted to say hey we've got more on the ways of games and prizes mm -hmm. uh to just come by so cornhole boards you know we have different if you if you hit the the put the bag on the board you get maybe a pom-pom or if you get the bag in the hole you can win a snowball which i'll get to that but yeah. or you can win a towel uh, we've also started doing free five dollar vouchers to the concession stands we've partnered with ghs okay. and the band who is like i said and coordinated with the the concession stand so we've talked to them and we say hey we just want to give people a five dollar voucher and we'll give it as a prize. Are you guys okay with that? And they said, yeah. sure. So one thing led to another. Now we have a football toss. We have a Frisbee <laughs> toss. We have a cornhole toss. The kids love it. The kids always know, hey, I can either win a snowball, who Petite Pearl is another small business who yeah. has come out. She's been with us since day one. She sets up, and we'll give them a little voucher for a free snowball if you, if you hit something. Yeah. If they don't, we give them like a pom-pom. It'll, it'll be yeah, kind sure. of whatever the yeah. challenge might be. So it is kind of uh, evolved into these different games and, and the kids really seem to enjoy that. Heck, even some of the parents are, are out there playing. So. You know, the part that I really liked is the, the fact that you have Garth Brooks performing out there. I know. Uh, you know, he does a good job. And he does. Good. He uh, he's, he's an old buddy, uh, you know, and I, I called up a favor, and, you know, he said, Stephen, I'd love to come out there. Come <laughs> hang with you. you know? I know. Support the Green Wave. Uh -huh. you know? He's like, if you just scroll down Apple Music. Well, actually, no, he doesn't. I don't think yeah. he's on that, but... <laughs> Uh, oh, it would be like, great gotta... if that would happen. But, you know, stuff like that has happened here. We've had a lot of great celebrities that love participating. You know, in Conway, uh, 20, you know, he's very supportive of baseball and, you know, down in the, in the, in the parks department. And so he was, uh, you know, a real advocate of that. And it's just good to know the community stays together. But the fact you're doing something like this just to get people to have a good time. I mean, that's what they're there for. And Friday nights good time to party well exactly i mean you have a you have a full work week and friday five o'clock hits if you're whether your kids are playing still they're a little too young or, or your kids have graduated but you still enjoy it you know going to the games in that atmosphere uh what better way to to let off some steam than we'll go hang out we'll win some <laughs> some prizes and, and just kind of get ready get that the mindset ready for the game that that's coming so what if up. somebody wanted to donate some stuff to you would you take that i mean so we so we started we we're we're dabbling okay. um, at the last the tailgate that we had last we basically we had some barbecue a good friend of mine has a company called Middle Tennessee Exterminating and he's basically kind of he partnered with us again on the towels and mm -hmm. then now on the barbecue he's a big smoker as far as cooking and yeah. on his on his smoker grill so i said hey why don't we why don't we put together some barbecue and we'll just come get you a sandwich if you felt up to donating we're going to turn around and give it all to the concession stands as that that's our trade mm -hmm. so yeah we're we've got a few things there that we're always open to the donations we've actually in combination with that jrotc they use the parking lot across the street which is a um, ears note and throat it's a doctor mm -hmm. office and they use that parking it's usually five dollar parking and that benefits them yeah last year we spoke with the head commander there and said yeah. hey uh, we have a whole yard that's not really being used as long as it's not flooding you know with with the only exception i said you guys are more than welcome to stack up sure you know or park them however you see fit to give you a little bit extra so we're finding as many ways we're always open to, to new ideas but everything helps when it comes to this and it's not much but maybe over time it, mm -hmm. it adds up to a little bit well i mean the fact you're, it, you're doing this free 
you know, because you just love to support the community. So, I mean, it's a, it's a great thing. Just giving some little fun, you know, going sure, on. Sure. Now, do you tailgate after, or is that getting too so late? So, we, we kind of we tailgate up to the start of the game. Okay. Like I said, a lot of folks, once that parking up top fills, they're kind of walking up to the game. They're, right. they, they're walking um, down Doug Sutter there. And so, they just stop by for a few minutes and then really kind of kick off. It's, it's almost a... Uh, kind of a ghost town because everybody's at the game yeah, yeah right. uh, so we usually it's it's usually dark by then yeah. and we'll, we'll call it yeah. we'll call it done so it's really a pre-game tailgate we do some big games we like to do the opening night because we're all everybody's pumped for for the new mm-hmm. season we do homecoming every year parade ends mm-hmm. right at uh right up at the top there sure. at the stadium so we do those two every year, and then we'll usually pick one or two others that if it's a big rival game or if it's the end of the season. Uh, and it really just depends on, it's just me and really me, my wife, and Jason Granger, who's in the office with me, kind of coordinating. Mm-hmm. So we've got to figure out who's in town, who's not in town, who's available to kind of help get the word out, get set up. Well, you know that if you wanted to do, if, if the Green Wave were out of town, guess where they can listen to it live? Right here, 100.7 WHIN. <laughs> I actually spoke with Randy about the uh, car. Oh, yeah, have Tukey Mobile. Have yeah. the Tukey Mobile uh, come out and, and maybe set up one time. And, yeah, and no. Just... But I was going to say, if they're away, you can do a, a, a like a listening party. Absolutely. Pump yes. out some speakers. We'll play, you know, listen to it live on air. That's a and you great, can have a big old party right that there. That is a great there idea. There you go. There so, we go. Just, I'm, I'm here to help. That's it. <laughs> we <laughs> are open ears. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, we're talking with Stephen O'Brien with the Allstate Agency here in Gallatin. And uh, Stephen, you're doing great things for the community. I got some more things I want to talk about. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after these words right here on Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program heard each and every Sunday right here on WHIN. Or you can listen on our podcast page at whinradio.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this program, reach out to me, Jeff Shannon, at jeff at whinradio.com. And we're back with Sumter County Spotlight on this Sunday morning. And again, don't forget, you can listen to this broadcast on our podcast page at whinradio.com. Just look for Sumter County Spotlight. I'm your host, Jeff Shannon. It's so fantastic to have you hanging with us today. I brought in Stephen O'Brien here. Stephen, we were talking about the tailgating. It's been phenomenal. What a great idea that you're doing, and the community loves that. You got any events coming up? Yeah, so we will, we're having our final tailgate of the season. It's going to be the the final game of the season um, by chance. It's October 27th. It'll be a home game against Lebanon. Uh, We'll be out there, 612 Hartsville Pike, kind of in our parking lot. And you'll see the the tents, the the snowballs, the the pom-poms. Just keep keep an eye out for us. Come by and say hello. And and there's plenty of parking around, right? Yeah. You have uh, the entire parking lot to the left, which is the, the doctor's office. We have some parking in our backyard that just go through your local JROTC. They're all standing out okay. there. They'll direct you where to best, yeah. you know, park. Well, I think a lot of the, the great thing about this is you're helping to support, you know, the the band and the other efforts that they're doing over there because yeah, they got to raise money. <laughs> so, of course. When uniforms and, and the cost of, of just putting it on every every year goes up, they've only got the concessions and the, and the parking to, to really make the most of it. So we're just trying to, to play our part. Well, and two, you're, you're involved in the community. You're a great supporter of the Green Wave, and you're uh, one of our sponsors here for the football, the halftime report. And 
you are advertising here at WHIN, and that's it. I think it's it's great because I hear you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we we've been extremely fortunate. We we love our our partnership with WHIN. We love hearing the the halftime report when we can't make it to the games. We love to listen in on that. So if we could just get that Greg Arias guy to calm down, <laughs> he, he is gets, fun. <laughs> he gets excited, man. <laughs> he gets so excited, and 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 I love to hear hear his thoughts on it. He's so uh, so quick witted. So. <laughs> He's always fun to listen to. He is, yeah. So it, it, it's great. And, there's, of course, there's all kind of efforts and uh, things going on here in Middle Tennessee. I mean, constantly. It, and it's amazing once you start looking for events, you soon realize, wow, there's a lot going on here. And we don't have to go downtown. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, one quick little search through any any of the, the local towns here, you can, you're going to find something on, on any given weekend. Uh, our biggest hurdle, if you will, is... We'd love to set up, and what can you give out for insurance? You know, people will look at it, and they're like, oh, I don't know about insurance, but little prizes and little gifts. But there's always something fun going on. Love Sumner County for that. And obviously, the the square of Gallatin's got a ton. Hendersonville, love yeah. them. So no, always it, yeah. something to do. Definitely, definitely a lot going on. Since we're talking about insurance, I heard this the other day, and you could probably corroborate that, but... Uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, they see their insurance rates going up and they start yelling at the agent. They start, you know, calling and you're, you know, you've probably heard it. What's going on? And well, th- that has nothing to do with you as an agency owner. That comes from corporate. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those that where we are on the front lines, if you will, to, to kind of explain the nature of the industry, what some of these changes are and how things are going to be affecting all of us. And at the end of the day, we're we're a customer as well. You know, my own policies change and they yeah, all, sure. we don't get any kind of special policies just because you're the agent. So we feel it on a personal standpoint and then we understand from the consumer. It's a very tough industry right now. All carriers are Sure, facing. absolutely. And what would you recommend as a proper time to oh, sit down with your agent and kind of go over your policy and just relive what you have? Because there might be some changes. Maybe you have something better for them, you know? So uh, set an appointment with you and how often would you do that so i'd say at least once a, a policy period i mean the the beautiful thing there about insurance is once you have that renewal uh, in effect essentially that policy is there for whether it's a six month or a 12 month policy there's mm-hmm. not going to be a ton of change month to month our renewals always come out 30 days before it's set to renew mm-hmm. uh, so we like to tell all of our customers when it gets to about that 30 day mark 20-day mark. Call us or start to take a look at things on your own. See if there's been any changes. Have you made any updates to your roof? Uh, Have you replaced your roof? Mm -hmm. You know, is your vehicle getting a little bit older? What are some things that we might have started off with, but hey, we may not need this or I want to add this. And it just really gives gives us a better insight on how to advise if, if we talk a couple times throughout the year. But if you've had a bunch of changes going on, we need to kind of know to, to help see where we are and what we need to do. Now, we were, we've been talking about high school <laughs> yeah. here in the, a little bit ago, but you, we have a lot of kids that are starting to drive now. Oh, yeah. And I know I'm going through that. My son actually saved up money, bought his own car. And, you know, you'd never Amazing. get an expensive one. You know, sure. 3500 bucks. you know, it's having a crash is it's going to cost you more to fix it than the car's worth. But what would you recommend for a, a youngster coming up you know, here? They're, they're, they're getting their first car or maybe give a tip on adding them to the policy, to the parents' policy, which I think they would have to do anyway, but how does that work? Yeah, so we, we get this question a lot uh, for our for all states specifically. We don't have to add the driver until they have their driver's license. We get okay. a lot of questions about, hey, they just got their learner's permit, I need to ask them. With that, you know, always ask your, your agent, but you see 
you see the ones that you have all types of vehicles being purchased. Mm. Something a little bit older, but absolutely reliable because customer, I'll never forget it. They said it to <laughs> me and I, and I still use it to this day. I stole it. They said they hit everything but asphalt. So <laughs> That's you right. want to just make sure that what you're buying is going to be tough, kind of hold up against those little bumps and dings that mm-hmm. are bound to happen. And then I always tell everybody, maximize what your carrier or your company provides in the way of discounts. You know, for Allstate, we have DriveWise, where it's basically it was designed for young drivers, giving them tips and feedback. Hey, you did this on this trip. Great job. Or, hey, you did this on this mm-hmm. trip. If you're mindful of it, it it's going to help you in the long run. So those are ways there's defensive driving courses that you can enroll them in as long as it's not, at least it, as long as it fits in the budget. Uh, there's little discounts. And then report cards is another big one that we always okay. say is yeah. if you're if your recent report card is out, uh, send that over. There's, you could have some discounts there, sure. but stay away from brand new. Stay away from. Give a brand end. new driver an eighty thousand dollar car is probably not a wise idea. Be a tough, <laughs> be a tough, uh, <laughs> tough one. But young drivers cause higher rates uh, if you can prepare for that. But just know it does get better. Yeah, it, it starts. Now, but, going. with it, with it, let's say a, you know you got a kid, got a cheap car, get a thousand dollar car, three thousand dollar car. It seemed like it wouldn't make sense to add collision on there because whatever the repair is going to be probably going to be more expensive than the car is worth but to really get good liability that seems to be the key for that yeah so your, your liability limits are what essentially protect you uh mm-hmm. in the in this event so you want to make sure those are in a in a really good spot that fits you and your budget and your your scenario mm-hmm. every situation is different but you're absolutely right comprehensive and collision are, are what protects your vehicle mm-hmm. and then those are the ones you where you hear the deductible amounts well, like you said, if you have a $1,000 vehicle and the comprehensive in collision adds 50 to to $100 a month on the, is it worth, mm-hmm. you know, what would, I always ask them, what would you do if the car was wrecked tomorrow? Would you just walk away or would you want to spend the money to get it fixed? And if you want to spend the money, then let's talk comp and collision. Mm-hmm. If you don't, then liability right. is, yeah. is fair. Because you hear the stories all the time. They got that car and they've, again, hit more things than they've hit asphalt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and they don't, it's nothing, it's just they're learning. And, yeah. you know, it, it's just one of those, uh, it's a phase of life that we all go through. Yeah. But, uh, you know, having the proper coverage on that is, is probably important. And again, I think the, the liability issue there with young drivers is has got to be key and, and having that set in place. But this is where, you know, having that consultation with you, uh, would be advisable because you can take their concerns and, you know, kind of ease that and set them in the right direction. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the big talking points that I try to make when, when we have a new customer or a, or a policy review at that renewal is, you know, everybody says, oh, I, I've never had a wreck. Everything's been good. Knock on wood. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of give examples of my time with EMS where at a moment's notice, things can change. You just just never know. That is essentially what insurance is providing you is a little bit of peace of mind of, okay, if we have an absolute whoopsie, I did everything right, but things just happened, you know, just, and I caused some damage to another vehicle. You've got somebody, you've got that insurance carrier, you've got the insurance plan to protect you and your assets and the, the way of life that you've built. So it's, it's an amazing product when you, when you realize that. Now, if, if somebody wanted to do a comparison, what would they need to bring you? I mean, what documents would they need to? It gets so confusing. Fifty thousand, mm. hundred thousand, blah 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 blah. It does. You know what do you? You know, just it's look its at this own, and tell me what own, I'm going to need. It's its own language, uh, <laughs> you know, and it's one of those where the the more you dig into it, the more you can kind of just throw yourself in circles. But <laughs> the easiest way, if you want, like what we call an apples to apples, 
yeah. is if you have your current declarations page okay. uh, from your carrier, and basically we're hitting the we're hitting the high points as far as like you said your liabilities, your your bodily injury, your property damage. We're going to go through it line by line, and we do this every day, so it, it's a matter of minutes. We, the hardest part is is getting that document to just mm. compare it, mm-hmm. and then that's going to give you your most accurate side by side. Well, you know, a lot of people are falling into the the social media advertising blitz of all of these companies like Monkey Insurance and, you know, Elephant and, you know, there's tons of these different names and, and well, even Progressive and the, the other carriers, we can get it a lot cheaper, you know, you see the ads and things like that. But is it necessarily going to provide the same kind of coverage? I mean, that's what you have to weigh, I guess. That's the that's the hardest thing to to explain in a way that if it's insurance is not going to be just pennies on the dollar. In the grand scheme, it is, I guess. But in the reality, you're going to be getting what you pay for. Mm-hmm. Like If you're trying to get a, your monthly payment as cheap as possible, the only way to really do that is to kind of strip down or break down those coverage types. Because if it looks too good to be true, it's probably... Yeah, a lot of times they, it they is. They say that, yeah. It, you know, you see those advertising where <laughs> you can have twenty nine ninety nine a month, and it's yeah. you're absolutely probably right. In, a, in an ideal world, you might could find a way to get it down to that. But in the grand scheme, as soon as something happens, you're going to find out real quick what mm-hmm. was what was taken out sure. to get there. But So beware uh, of if something looks that good. You, be, you better question it and, and get with a, a, a legitimate agent and and have this thing reviewed to make sure that you are protected because it comes down to it you might not i'm real big on we offer a free review for anybody customer or not if you just don't know what it is that you're looking at you're not sure what you've got going on coverage wise and you just want somebody to say you're in a good spot or hey you know what you've got some wiggle room here but do what you need to do as far as your own personal decisions i think that's a huge resource of you don't have to be our customer you don't have to come to our agency there's but no, you'll be in good hands you'll be in good hands <laughs> i will tell you one way or the other whether hey i think you're in a good spot and you got a good price compared to what i see with the market how it's changing and then what you know a lot of people don't really kind of know this as well as insurance is a very individualized product a lot of it is based on you as the individual and those different factors that they build into the to the product a lot mm-hmm. of people are like why you know but in the same time it's a community effort if that sure. makes sense the only way insurance works is yeah. you have large numbers that that works wide uh, well and and spread. You also jump into to homes you know you got home insurance and all of this um, it, that right there that drives me crazy sure it's like oh my gosh it's like there, there's a lot to jump into when you start talking homeowners insurance. Of course. You know, what would be a, the first tip that comes to mind if somebody is looking to change their homeowners insurance? Uh, it comes back to the to the declarations more so on the home than I would say the uh, the auto even. You know, if there is a if you have to compare them there, your home's your biggest asset. It's generally your largest investment. Do you really want to go with as cheap as possible mm-hmm. in order to? course we want to get cheap or or a fair price rather Mm -hmm. i should say of course we want to get fair priced but we want to make sure that if that asset is damaged by natural events or or things of that nature that you're protected that your biggest asset that you've invested in is is protected so there's a lot more in-depth coverage with a home you know things like your roof and the roof age are, are a big component there you know, it's all it, uh, it all uses technology that compares the the construction market and what that house is going to be, what it's going to take to rebuild that house, mm-hmm. and what they think that. So, in the, in the homeowners insurance, is it replacement? So, if a tornado comes through, well, that's probably a different thing. 
but let's just say the house blows apart. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Uh, is it, is that replacement value or is it based at the, the, the current rate or is it what you signed up for? Sure. A real common question that we get is, and I like to use just simple numbers. My house is worth a hundred thousand or excuse me, my insurance is at $100,000 worth of dwelling protection. Mm -hmm. But I can sell my home for Mm $200,000 today. And that's a huge concern that we we try to talk through it. And basically it comes down to if the home is gone under under this policy coverage, we're going to rebuild it exactly what we had before that minus you know you don't have land values built into that you don't have these things so from a standpoint yeah you take it's a combination of you take the square footage of the home what the building materials are what year it was built factors in if it's Mm -hmm. over certain ages they don't build them like they used to in 1920s (laughs) um so all of these things are factored in and it compares it to our area nashville market and and the surrounding area certain mile radius and it kind of comes up with this number based on that information that we put in. So yeah. uh, the more information that we can just pull either from this document or just from our conversation, the more detail that we can have, the more accurate we're going right. to be. Well, the good thing is they, they need to sit down and go over this with you, you sure. know what I mean, to make sure that, hey, and if they have somebody else's policy, you can like I say, hey, that's a pretty good policy. You're doing okay. They're not going to try to sell them insurance. I mean, they're there to help them. Yep. You know what I mean? And giving that advice. But if somebody wanted to reach out to you, what's the best way to, to find you? So you can call our office. Uh, we're there Monday through Friday, 830 to 530 are our hours. 615-461-1750 is our direct line. Comes straight to the office. Okay. Uh, you can go to our website, allstate.com slash Stephen O'Brien. And then send me an email. Our, our phone number that we have two numbers. One is, but you're on social media too. We're on social media. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's that's what yeah. they're going to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, check us out at you know we have two pages. Um, we have or excuse me, just check us out at the O'Brien Agency TN. Um, okay. On Facebook there. All right. So well, lot, listen, all of that will have our combo. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's great you have so many ways to reach you because sure. you know people are doing different things They're on all their right. phones, all that kind of thing. Hey, we've been talking with Stephen O'Brien with the O'Brien Agency here in Gallatin, and Stephen, thank you so much for coming in. A lot of information. Try you to can, give it to you as much as I well, can without without bombarding. But well, thank we could, you for having me. We could spend me. hours talking about insurance. But. You can. You can. <laughs> but <laughs> thank right. you for having me. Yeah, well, I appreciate you coming in spending the time. And thanks for your support at WHIN and for Gallatin Green Wave. Of appreciate course. it. Thank, thank you. you. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this segment of uh, Sumner County Spotlight with your host, Jeff Shannon. Uh, join us again next Sunday right here at 10 o'clock for more of Sumner County Spotlight. Just remember, Shannon's the name, music's the game. We'll check you then. So long. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Thanks for listening.